before this storm. November 3rd. Anaheim, California. Be there. Hello and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 324 for patch 7.0. We are a podcast about World of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Freckleface. And this is Root, coming up here on episode number 324 of HearthCast. The invasion is upon us. Stop losing things in your toy box. And how exactly do we T-Mog? This podcast is made possible through the kind support of our Patreon. If you'd like to help out, just visit patreon.com slash E-I-P-S. There you'll learn more about Root and myself, HearthCast, and other shows we do. So hey there, Root. Hey there, Freckleface. Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. Oh my goodness, is the evasion upon us. It is upon oh, us. Oh man, it's so good. green, there's fire. I'm loving it. Green fire. I did the invasion scenario uh, on both Horde and Alliance, which I should stress everybody should do. Now, which one did you do first? Horde. Okay. Um, yeah, I kind of think if you if you haven't done them yet and you had the choice, do Alliance first and right, then Horde. Right. I think it's a better reveal. Yes. So. Because the way I did it was the same as yours. And it was, you know, like, no, but they, no, yeah, don't. Yeah, exactly. Don't. And then. Yeah. Yeah. So the other way I think is better. The other way around, it'd be like, <gasps> oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're on the same feature and that's awesome. <laughs> And then I did something I said I wasn't going to do. What was that? I rolled a demon hunter. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. His name is uh, uh, Mute. Mute? Mute. Mute. Yeah. M-E-W-T? M-E-W-T. Somatic. <laughs> something. Well, what, what made you change your mind? Because last week you are all about you weren't going to do it until the hype uh, ran out. Uh, I had a day today, the entire day. And we record on Mondays, typically, and this is a Monday. I had the whole day off. Glorious. Nobody at home. Well, wow. Well, my son is at home, oh. but he's packing because I'm taking him to college tomorrow. Oh, goodness. So I had time. And that's what I boiled down to. I did the two scenarios. I'm like, I got time. What do I want to do? I'm rolling Demon Hunter. And I got to say, it plays in really well uh, with the uh, two world event, the scenarios, invasion scenarios. It plays in really mm-hmm. well with that. So that's good. All right, so it's your turn. Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. Well, in Hearthstone, I'm finding the Karazhan expansion very fun. i got to get into that. I it's, really do. I've told you, you have to remind me to bring my iPad with me so I can okay. play some Hearthstone. It's so whimsical. I love it. All right. It's very entertaining. I just got to get... I had the wonderful lesson, one-on-one lesson with a legendary player named Alien One, and I haven't done anything since. I'm uh. really mad at myself for that. Well, you'll be traveling. Maybe you have some time then. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be kind of a packed travel. But true, true. I might be able to get some downtime. Yeah. An hour or two get here Get some or there. hot spots. Yeah, I've got hot spots. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. I spent a lot of time in WoW, though. Great. It was amazing. I haven't spent that long in WoW in a, quite a few months. You're right. Say. That's, yeah. That's fair. I did, uh, like you, I did the invasion scenario on, on both. And then I did a few uh, invasions. Right, the hot spots around the world. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Those are a lot of fun. What I like about those is, uh, number one, is getting people out into the world, which is neat. And you're thinking, like, how am I going to get over there? And uh, mages are are racking up (laughs) right now. Because they can port people close to where these uh, invasion scenarios are taking place. Oh, true, yeah. So most of them don't. I haven't, in fact, I haven't had any of them charge me for it yet. Just, hey, get in, get in my group or go hmm. in there next. Yeah, when I played on my Alliance Mage, I saw that there was one in Old Hillsbrad. So then I actually used that old Dollaran spell, oh, the one yeah. that I, complaining that I 
That makes sense because I heard someone asking for that portal today. It's the closest portal for Alliance. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was like, I don't have that on this tune. So, well, if you want to go get it, actually, I do have it, but I didn't. And what I meant to say, I misspoke. I didn't. I don't have a an Alliance mage. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Because the hoarding is poor to Undercity. It's not that helpful. No, yeah. On the Alliance, just, yeah, it gives an extra place to go. So one thing that I thought I would do as soon as the patch hit was clean up all my bags for all of my alts. But I just didn't feel motivated at the time. By cleaning up, do you mean like vendoring stuff? Vendoring stuff. Learning things you can learn. Yeah, uh, mostly just finding any extra toys that I had. And uh, vendoring um, some gear that, you know, all the gear I've been piling up. Mm. And some of it I've been piling up wrong, you know, holding on to gear that wasn't good for that class because, like, oh, well, it's all going to go account-wide. Right, and it doesn't because you have to equip it, it first. Yeah, yeah, you have to you equip kind of it. mentioned that in the last yeah, episode. and even so. then it has to be, like, the right spec or yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's a little caveat still. Right. So I cleaned up all their bags, and then I dressed them all. Because some of them were wearing weird things. Yeah, I saw in the picture of, what is it, your your rogue? Yeah. Yeah, wearing like yeah. scraps. Got her like an outfit. She looks like but a... She's wearing a war bearer harness. She looks like a homeless kid from the uh, Annie movie. Well, she's she's like half naked. It's a hard knock life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going but anywhere else. But that's like, that's couture. couture. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Is that the thing? You You pay, a lot, of, so. pay a lot of money and look like you're cheap? Yeah. <laughs> That's all the hipsters do, right? No, they don't. They just go to Goodwill and you know spend a couple bucks on something. No, they go to these overpriced boutiques that look like they could they pull their inventory from Goodwill. Really? Yeah, there's one near my near my house. Uh, ugh, it's awful. You're there's serious? Boutique, no, I'm serious. There's a boutique near my house. It's this tiny little thing that they have an uneven floor. So like I tripped when I went in. Oh, that's the worst. I, really I leave stores when I do that. I, sh- I, I did not buy a house because of that. I walked yeah, into I a house. Th- well, you don't want that every day. Right. I tripped over the threshold walking into the house. I said, nope, done. Nope. And I walked right out. <laughs> Faces in time. Yeah, I don't even see the rest of the house. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trip. That's a sign. Well, <laughs> so, if it's a house, you could fix it. It's your own house. No, it was a sign. Oh. <laughs> house don't want me here. House is trying to yeah. knock me over. They sell these clothes for, you know, $40, $50 a piece. And they all look like they could have come from my mom's closet. Now, that... Is a little enlightening for me because mm-hmm. I thought that these people were just like really lucky thrift store goers. Like, no. how'd you find that? That's awesome. Now no. I know. <laughs> They're like, good, good job. Spending quite a bit of money on that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you were really grinding to thrift stores. <laughs> like, you camping <laughs> that thing? What's going on, buddy? <laughs> now I know. Yeah. But anywho, um, so I'm enjoying the new T-Mock system. We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, on my Rogue, I... Went hunting for some more pickpocketing stuff. More bosses to wipe braids with? <laughs> no, uh, more humanoids to pickpocket. Because, you know, for the uh, the rogues, the pickpocketing worked differently in Draenor than it does in any of the other continent. I did not know this. You don't pickpocket actual currency. You pickpocket things like gems oh. or different rarities. But then what you do with them is you summon Grifta to you. Oh, right, And he right, fends right. them to yeah. them, so he gives you some coins, and he uses coins to buy things from him. And he's got about six different cosmetic headpieces that you can get from him, like bandanas. Right. And he's also got a toy, but it's really expensive, that it uh, summons a random bandana for you and your party members. Neato. Yeah. But I'm not sure if I'm going to cave and just buy some bandanas and be done with it or if I'm going to keep going. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. When you summon these random bandanas, does that replace somebody's headpiece? I think so. I'd be annoyed. Would you? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. look, I mean, it's on my business card, my gear. <laughs> that, that's my head right there. That's my... I see that. Yeah. Well, well I... so I should, what you're saying is I should get this toy because I'll have a way to annoy you. No. I, I, no. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I am. <laughs> wow. You backed yourself into a corner. I sure did. There's no way out of this one. Nope. <laughs> like that. I got nothing. <laughs> okay. Well, I have about 1,300 coins. I could say something. I have a way out of this. What's that? To annoy me, you'd have to play with me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. 
So go ahead, buy it. You're fine. Okay, at 1,300 coins. How much does that bandana thing cost? 10,000. See, you have enough. But, I, no. Well, you only have 1,300 and it's 10,000. I'm sorry. It's 10,000. But the individual ones are only 1,000 apiece. Yeah, I'll save up. Yeah. Save I think up. I should? Yeah. Is Grifta going to work the same way in Legion? Should. Right. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I don't think you will continue to get that. I think I would continue to have to pickpocket and drain over there. That's fine. You can be level yeah. 110 in no time. Mm, just pickpocketing things. Yeah, just go back and pickpocket stuff if they aggro you. So what? That's true. Yeah. Plus, you have your bodyguard probably still for, for drain Yeah, I do. Do you remember that quest line where you have to sneak into the, the building that's guarded really well? Like if. The Corona? Yeah, you sneak in with Corona. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's when you sneak in and get Corona as a, as a bodyguard or something, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hated that thing. So that area is actually like the uh, best place to go and farm for these coins because everyone's packed in there really tight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hated that because like they could spot you from a mile away. Oh, it's so annoying. Quest and you get booted out of there by Cadgar. It was just horrible. You try to fly and Cadgar yell at you. <laughs> <laughs> Not in here. Moron. Not in my house. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Not in my house. That's what he would say. Yeah. Overall, I've made a few changes in the game that have really renewed my interest in it. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, We'll talk about that a little bit later with our T-Mog section, but I've just been dragging my feet for a long time. Well, I'm glad you've got them out of the muck. Yeah. And you're back on solid ground. Yeah. That is awesome. The World Legion event is upon us, and based on what I've seen and done, it is evident to me that Blizzard has learned a thing or two from not only past world events, but also scenarios and storytelling. We're not going to go into any spoilers here, but we do want to encourage you to do the world event on both the Horde and Alliance sides, if possible. And as we said, if you haven't done them and you have the choice, do Alliance first. Now, about this whole thing, Freck, it is an amazingly engaging storyline. I go as far as to say it's better than the storyline that they put out for the Warcraft movie. Hmm, that's a bold claim. It's a bold claim. I think it holds up, though. It does. Yeah. I mean, there was suspense, there was action, yeah. there was drama, there was uh, there was uh, a cliffhanger, there was a, uh, what's that thing, the unexpected, what's that thing, the, uh, the twist? The twist, yeah. Yeah, it was everything. There was uh, someone calling us pathetic. I'm used to that. <laughs> I'm a warlock. It happens like, all the time. It's like every villain ever. We're, we're pathetic. You're pathetic. Yeah, it had uh, old old, uh, old characters come back that I haven't yeah, seen in a long yeah. time. So it was good. Characters were incredibly compelling in it. As I said, there were ones that, that were familiar from days gone by. We know their history. We know the bad blood between them. And there are some decisions that are made that just, I read nothing about this prior to going into it. So it was all a surprise for me. And it was fantastic. Like, I was literally entertained at some of the stuff that's I was like, oh, they just did that. There are some empathetic scenes in both the world event and the new Demon Hunter intro. The camera work is phenomenal. The way they blend art styles is great. Now, in the world event, it's just the one machinima that we're all used to. And then Demon Hunter, they blend it with, you remember the kind of sketchy work that they did with the introduction to the Warlords? Yeah. Kind of that kind of uh, genre is back in there. A little bit of a twist, but it's in there. But it's just, they blended it so well for this. They're doing some camera angles that have never been done before. And it really causes you to imprint on your character. You watch your tune grow when you're going through both the scenarios and, of course, the Demon Hunter. Their decisions that you make. Your actions that you do, you are actually responsible for pushing that storyline further down the road. And you really feel responsible for stuff. 
There are decisions and announcements that aren't made until you have been summoned. It's like, hey, you know, you, you're needed in the palace. You're needed, you know, Vulgen needs you. These people need you. You actually arrive before one of the other key figures arrives. Like they're like, okay, now that they're all here, you're already there. Uh, now we can get on with this thing. You are summoned and you are called by name in the flavor text. Not the audio, because then not it's the not audio. robotic. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, heroes. It is time now that Root has joined us. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, if you have done the Demon Hunter Zone, your character gains new abilities at a pace that is really good. You can drop them onto your... It doesn't auto-drop them, by the way. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was like, this is fantastic. <laughs> I can put them on there. You mean that? Really? I get to make decisions? So I was really happy with that. Nice. You start off with a couple down there, but I'm like, oh, sure. whatever. Leave yeah, it there. Yeah. You make some decisions uh, on your Demon Hunter that are help the growth of that. I mean, you make two key decisions on how you're going to play that Demon Hunter. One of them, like, I had to spend... I did not go anywhere. I didn't go to Noxic. I didn't go anywhere. So I probably made the wrong decision. <laughs> But I base it on, there's basically two guys you're with, two, two other demon hunters that you're with, and one of, they both have different styles, and you kind of align with one or the other of those two. So overall in this experience, Freck, the storytelling is phenomenal. The engagement level is through the roof. The way that they reach out and just grab your heart is tugging those heartstrings. We've talked about them doing that before. They've recaptured that. And the way they get you to re-imprint with your tune, if it's a tune you've done and you've had forever and you've taken them through just the, the world event, you still, you're like, yeah, I'm doing this. This is me and I am important again. And if you're doing the Demon Hunter, you're, you're growing with it so well. They, they've just done, they've captured it. This is a home run for them. They have really gone back and looked at what worked, what didn't work. And not just from past world events. I'm talking that they've gone, like, we have scenario stuff in there. There's scaling in there. There's uh, the cross-realming in there. All this stuff is happening. And where I thought it would be kind of crowded, because you asked me before, well, were you going to wait? I said, yeah, when I had time. It was still kind of crowded, but it wasn't overcrowded. Mm -hmm. And they've learned a little bit about physics where you can't crowd out the quest oh, uh, giver. They give them kind of a bubble. Not a bubble. Like when they put uh, Cadgar in the middle of Ogomar? No, and I hated that. Oh. I hated the bubble and the giant Cadgar. That was horrible for me. Now what you have is the quest giver is outlined in white, like uh, some of our quest objects are. Mm -hmm. He'll be outlined in white, and so will his question mark above his head, and you just walk right up to him. Oh? You don't have to, like, you just click on him. I had no, there's one of them that I turned in that was really crowded, and I just, like, walked up. Into the crowd, and I clicked on them, and no problems. Mm -hmm. So they have figured that out, and I think it's fantastic. Now, in particular, in the Demon Hunter area, you can break it. And I'm not going to go any kind of a spoiler here, but it's breakable. Here's, you mean I, a breakage to make the game crash? No. So what happens is you're running through a particular area. It's like a, oh, for lack of a better word, a prison. And other people are in there with you, and they're on their own stages of the quest. So they're on, you know, they've already turned in some. Now they're on the final stage. they got to confront the final boss. Well, when they go to do that, they take an elevator from the first floor that you're on all the way to the basically the roof. And if you walk across that elevator when when that it launches and you go up with them, which I did, mm -hmm. there's no way back down. The elevator doesn't go back down. So they hit the button. You didn't realize you were going for a ride. Well, it's not even a button. It's as soon as you accept the quest, well, they're, like, they're like, hey, that elevator's coming the down. The metaphorical button. Yes, they hit the metaphorical button. <laughs> and I'm just you know, minding my own business. Like, okay, I didn't know where they were going. And we just happened to go across that elevator and it started going up. And I'm like, whoa. And now I'm up. Oh, and so when I got up there, I was like, well, I'll just go back down. No, it no. doesn't go back down. So I said, well, I guess I'll just follow those folks, see what's up, and caught up to them as they're engaging the final boss. I'm like, well, all right. So I jumped down, engaged the final boss, killed the final boss, 
And I'm getting all the flavor text in my chat box about, oh, now we're, we're free and we can do. I'm like, hey, boy, hey. Yeah. And I follow them up this little path. And they all, like, disappear, phase out. Oh. I'm like, well, what about me? Yeah. So I what's run. What's Mute going to do? Yeah, what's Mute going to do? <laughs> That's why they didn't hear me. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I run back in. Everybody's dead. Mm-hmm. Can't go down. I run back out. There are no birds, no creatures, no nothing. Just an empty. It's a wasteland. Yeah. It's a phased wasteland. So I had to hearth. Now, luckily, your hearth is at where the quest hub is okay. in, in that prison area. Yeah. So I was like, you know, maybe 10 feet from where the elevator was. Oh, okay. I was like, okay, I'm back here. So they did kind of put that in as a fail safe. No, I don't think it's a fail safe. I no? think this. I think this is an oversight. I don't think they. Well, the Hearthstone itself is kind of a fail safe against that. Yeah, kind of wonky stuck, stuff like that. Yeah, you get stuck. yeah. All right, I'll give you that. But uh, I, yeah, I'm borderline. Do I put in a ticket or do I not? Yeah. Uh, just be. I mean, it's it's good enough as a PSA that people can be aware that you can, you know, put in a bug report yeah. that doesn't open up a ticket. Just one of those things that with all the people, now I'm mad at myself for not uh, beta testing Legion like I was supposed to. <laughs> if only I had tested. Well, I don't know. Was the, was the Demon Hunter in the beta test? It probably was at some part, mm. some point in time. Because we played part of it at BlizzCon. Yeah, the part you play at BlizzCon is maybe a tenth. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because we were there for a while. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. That's exciting. It really is. Now, you said you got the box set. You ordered the box. I did the digital edition. I ordered the box set because Amazon was doing a special where when I went to buy it, they had the collector's edition box set for like $20 off. So for the same price that I would have paid for the digital collector's edition, I got the physical one. And when does that arrive? August 30th. You hope? No, well. Okay. They're pretty good about deliveries in our area. Yeah, I've never had well, a late shipment for them. We're also a hub, so Orlando. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not in the news for just bad things. Now, uh. I do know. I do know there's a way around it that I could buy the digital copy now and get a refund, but I believe that refund is in the form of Battle.net credit. Oh uh, yeah, we've talked about that which, scam before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's all it is. So that's all right. I, I can wait a couple weeks. I'm still having fun. Now earlier today we were talking. And I kind of said, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to grind out these invasion zones mm-hmm. because, yeah, there's a pet for 100. You get currency, by the way. When you, it's like some kind of currency you get for doing the invasion zones. And there's some quartermasters and people you can buy stuff from right around the, your, your quest hubs where they assign you the invasions. Only thing that really sparked my interest was a pet. And I'm not even a, that avid of a pet collector. So I'm just yeah. like, oh, look, a pet. Yeah. Until that is. I got my demon hunter through one because everybody else, all my other characters have been through normal, at least rating in the last expansion. So they all have at least eye level 700 plus. And that's what this gear is. 699, 700. Mm-hmm. My demon hunter does not have that. He's level 100, by the way. Now, once you're done with your, you start at 98. And by the time you're out of your scenario, out of your intro quest zone area, you are 100. Were you able to use heirlooms? Didn't try. Didn't okay. even think about it. I'm curious if that was an option or if that would mess up the leveling timetable. Probably not. I'm pretty sure I, I they'd want you to be 100 by the time that you left. Yeah, I don't think it would. Because okay. there's, so many, there's so many other things you could do. Um, I was going through two turning quests, and there's plenty of places I could have stopped and grinded. Gotcha. So I don't... Uh, now I want to roll another one to find out if I can do airlines, yeah. but I'm pretty sure you could. I just it was so fast though. It's two levels. Oh, true. Although you'd have to have the the newer ones, the upgraded ones. Which I have some of those because okay. you know I went. Remember the last expansion? I got the chauffeur mount. Yeah. So I upgraded some of them. To 110. Yeah. Well. Oh no, to 100. To 100. Yeah. Yeah, so be using over two levels, so it's not that. No, I didn't. Yeah, it, it, and it was natural. It, you know, the way I went through uh, just doing the quest and only killing things when I really had to, it was natural for me to progress as I did. So I really so liked it. The pacing's it. good. Pacing's fantastic. Awesome. 
So if you guys had a similar or an opposite experience, let us know on Twitter how your world event scenarios went. It has been a source of stress for me, the toy box. Really? It has. It really has. At first, it was really cool. And then it felt like the more I added to it, the more cluttered my toy box got. It kind of reminds me when I got a uh, um, shelf organizer for, mm-hmm. for my closet shelf. I was so excited about it. Now I finally have a place to put my shoes, my ties, all this yeah. other kind of stuff. Yeah. And now just all junked up. <laughs> it's like, she's not going to maintain this thing. Jeez. Well, true. But I, I never really went out and got toys. At least I didn't put a lot of effort into it. I looked for the low hanging fruit, but. You know, nothing is too difficult. Because honestly, it was, okay, one more thing to put in my toy box and forget. Mm. You know, collect and forget. Yeah. yeah. That's been kind of how it's been for me. And a big complaint, and you know, I went off on this last episode, was now we have these utility toys. And it's like, well, I want to be able to access these easily. Now, as our buddy Spanky Hunter pointed out, you can favorite toys. And when you do so, it'll keep those favorite toys at the front of your journal. Yeah, I did that with my war horse um, thing. The, the hitching post. Hitching post, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. But I have a lot of stuff I want to favorite, and I still found that method to be a little bit clunky because I have to do the shift P, and it's it's still not quick to find what I need to use. Okay. So I went in search of an add-on to help me do this, and I, I found one. It's called Toy Plus, one word. Now, what this does is it makes your favorites easily accessible. Now, for me, I use Chocolate Bar. So it's just a plug-in and Chocolate Bar, you know, up there on the top right of my screen. Nice. I just hover over it, and I see a list of my favorite toys. There's not an image with it, and there's not a description, so you kind of have to know what you're going to use. Not an image or just the name of the toy? Yeah, just a list. So it makes it very compact. You know, I can favorite 10, 15 items and see, you know, a quick list of things. So for things like the innkeeper's daughter, which works as my hearthstone, you know, blingtron, which I want to make sure that I, you know, put out every day. At least every seven hours. Don't you just log in and put on Blingtron? No. I just get it for myself. And so, I put it in obscure places. I'm what? the one that benefits. I mean, I did that one time. I uh, I put Blingtron up in an area where you couldn't really get to him. <laughs> and people are yelling at me. Yeah, because they can't get rid of that quest mark. No, until somebody else put their Blingtron down. And oh, then okay. people start using that right. one. And mine timed out. But I thought it was pretty clever for a while. Then I yeah. felt bad. So. <laughs> If you don't use the broker bar, it is also accessible from your mini-map. You can also directly from this add-on mark your favorites or see see like that grid of your favorites that you've listed. But I just go into the journal and use the journal to mark my favorites. Mm. And then, because I see the description and everything like that, and then I just use that to easily access it. Now, what's nice about it is that it's going to hide things that you can't use on that character. As then, you know, I favorited Blingtron and the wormhole generator and Molly, you know, which is the mailbox. And on my non-engineering characters, they don't show up. Oh, that's really nice. So I don't waste time trying to click on it. Right. It also does the same thing for toys that you're not the right uh, faction, that you don't have enough reputation, that you don't have enough level to use. It's going to hide those from that list. Yeah, so anything your character cannot use for whatever reason, you're just not going to see it on that character. Well, not for whatever reason, because what it doesn't do is it won't hide things based on location. Uh, okay. If there's something that you can only use in... Um, Outlands. Yeah, Outlands. Or a lot of the ones are specific to different drainer zones. Mm. It won't hide them, but I think that would be a lot more work on the add-ons part. I mean, you know more about programming than I do. But I'm assuming that would be more like a constant check it would have to do rather than a one-time check. To see yeah, whether or not you're depends, in the right zone yeah. for it. I mean, zoning, it works a little different in WoW, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you can change that, whereas 
you know, your level is fairly static. At least you have to progress through it in your same with your reputation. Well, the level is easy because it gets that when it loads a profile. Oh, true. So that's yeah. a constant. So. Yeah, it's a constant, So, but your location isn't. So maybe in the future, you know, another iteration of it would would be able to filter by location. But there's really only three add-ons, at least in Curse, for the toy box. Yeah, I installed this one based on your recommendation today mm-hmm. and was able to use it. I mean, I do have a lot of toys and I, that I don't know about and forgot yeah. about, so that was nice. I really did like that filter. And I was able to filter ones I didn't have and then kind of hover over them to see where I can go get them. That was kind of cool. I like the uh, little box that pops up. So when you favorite it, at least for me, because I don't use chocolate bar, mm-hmm. the ones that I have like six of them favorited. And when I clicked on the button on the mini map, I got a small box that popped up on my screen with all my six favorite toys. Yeah, yeah. Like small little square icons on them. Yeah, that's, there's two different ways that you can do it. You can either have it pop up as the box or see the list. And um, I know for the broker, if I just hover over it, it'll show me the list. If I right click, it'll show me the box. Oh, neat. Okay. So I just hover and go in Geeber's Daughter. Yeah, I think I would prefer the uh, words list. Yeah. Because the icons, unless I memorize them, they're not going to mean anything to me. Yeah, exactly. But I liked it. I had I had one of the other ones. I had Toy Q, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that one just like popped out a random toy every once in a while. I did some favorites. Toy some Q was supposed to let you um, click on it and it would give you a random transformation. Oh, yeah. But it was giving me an error message every time I tried to use it. Maybe they so, didn't update for this. Might have been updated. Yeah. I actually sure. uninstalled it and a lot of other add-ons when I was going through that that craziness with uh, something not working, me yeah. crashing every time right. I went into combat. Something that really annoys me in the toy box, I know it's so minor, but it really irks me. The item, the innkeeper's daughter, for example. You know the toy box is alphabetical. Okay. Okay. If something has the word D in it. <laughs> I knew you were going to I knew I was about to say this. <laughs> this, okay, is, look, this is your English degree coming I back don't to care. haunt you. I don't care. I have to rant about this. Okay. <laughs> if it has the word D in it, you ignore the word D and you sort it by the next word. Right. Or the word A. You ignore the articles. We are the United States of America, yet we come in you like come in last. You under U. Right. For the parade on the, the Olympics. The innkeeper's daughter should be under the eyes. <laughs> it should not get to the end and have all the toys that have a word D in it. See there, it just drives me nuts. Now, from a programming standpoint, that would not be difficult to to take those out. No, no, you just have an array of those words. The of is whatever. Oh, what are those called? Preposition, not just prepositions. Articles. articles. Yeah, you yeah, have an array of articles and go. Hey, if that words, if it starts with one of these, just go to the, just drop it and go to the oh, next word. Yeah. It's very simple. Okay. Yeah, hey, Blitz. (laughs) (laughs) It's so so tiny it was nagging at me, so I had to say something. Uh, Anywho, so um, this add-on, though, honestly, I cannot describe how happy it made me. I haven't had an add-on make me this happy in a long time. So I have the utility ones, you know, the the innkeeper's daughter, which is a hearthstone, and then the blingtrons and stuff like that they like to have handy. But then I also have a few that I like to have up constantly, like the Pretty Drainer of Pearl. You click on that and you're all sparkling. It's uh, like you feel yeah, pretty. Yeah. And now they have a new one called Black Ice, which puts like a huge diamond on your finger that sparkles. <laughs> you know. I know it's weird stuff, but. No, I was you know. just thinking I should make you tell me when script to pop up when those things aren't active on you. Oh, I should. Yeah. Does it create a, a buff as well for you? The buff works as normal. I mean, do you have like a little icon that's like, yes. I feel pretty or I'm sparkly? Uh, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Yeah, so easy to track that with Tell Me When. Yeah, I think the black ice one is something about blinging. I don't recall. That was one of the ones where I I never found the item and I don't remember actually adding it to my journal. But I didn't have it in my journal Sunday afternoon. And then once I had gone through all my characters and all of a sudden it was. Hmm. I mean, it was just hidden away in one of your obscure alts that you happen to log into to do whatever on. Well, okay, the, the mushroom chair, that was something I had sitting on uh, my palette and I had to add that to my journal. I've got that. I don't even remember where that thing came from. 
But the black ice one, I don't think I had the item anymore because it was a quest reward that I'd vendored. Oh, maybe you got them just with the refresh that they just did. Yes, yeah. I think once I lodged yeah. in the character, it's like, oh, you completed the quest, so we added it to your thing. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty Thanks, neat. Blizzard. It's a nice refresh. Yeah, it's yeah. a refresh, yeah. Now, you also sent me over a second add-on for toys called Toy Box Enhanced. And now that I'm looking over these notes, I might have mentioned that before when I said I like my filtering. Yes. I think that was from Toy Box Enhanced. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's true. So Toy Box Enhanced is another add-on for your toy box, but the difference is that it it adds some things to the toy box journal when you hit that shift P and go to the toy box. Now what's cool about it, it's it's not a replacement window, so you're not gonna open it up and like everything's different and you have to get used to something new. It just adds some extra filters in there. Like you can filter toys by faction. You can uh, filter them by profession and by a specific profession because the default is you can find them by source and the source might be profession, but it doesn't additionally break them down into which profession. So you can find just engineering toys. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. that's cool. I like the world event one uh, because I have that mana bomb, yeah. which we all got yeah. on the Horde side, which is a horrible gift to get. <laughs> And it's the same thing, yeah, the world event, like you, when something comes around, you want to go into your toy box and go, hey, uh, Lunar Festival is happening oh, yeah. right now. Let's go filter by Lunar Festival, see if there's anything in the journal that I don't have. I didn't I mean, even you, think of that. I was searching before, but I was always afraid that something might not be labeled correctly or, you know, I just miss it somehow. So having that extra option there is great. That's going to be phenomenal for uh, completionists. They're just going to love that one of these, uh, one of the events comes up, holiday events comes up, go in there, filter it by that holiday event, see which toys you're lacking, and yeah. it'll tell you how to get them. You hover over it. I can hide your unusable toys automatically. You can just check it. Uh, and you can hide any toy individually that you just don't want to see anymore. You just don't care about it or you know you're never going to get. Then they end up going to the Island of Unwanted Toys. I know. I've seen that movie. does not end well for them. <laughs> Something like Toy Story, the end of Toy Story 3? You know, no, it's one of the Christmas stories. Oh. One of the, yeah, one of the, like Rudolph and the unwanted, island of unwanted toys. Mm. It's like where all the toys go that the kids didn't want anymore. Way to turn all our children into hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an island that the kids don't want the toys. We well, just said it didn't end well. Oh, it doesn't. Not for the toys? No. That's what I'm saying. No, it does. It's got a happy no. ending. It's a Rudolph Christmas story. Of course, it's got a happy ending. Okay, all right. Yeah. Toy Story 3 messed me up. I don't I don't think I saw that one. You'd know if you saw it. Uh, it got dark. Did it? Dark, yeah. Is this one where Andy goes to college? Yep. I don't remember it. But the toy, I don't know, I'm having weird scenes. I might have caught bits and pieces of yeah, it. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I've seen scenes of uh, Woody and, and Buzz in a box or something. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. But I love it because it's, it's very lightweight. And and you installed this one, and unless you remembered what the default looked like, you probably wouldn't notice that much difference, would you? Um, I did not. In fact, I had to look for it, and it was right where I thought it would be, if that makes sense. It was mm-hmm. very logical in its placement. Right. And so it was, It fits naturally in the UI, which I like. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was actually part of the UI until I was, because I had your notes. Yeah. But you sent me this morning. So I had those. And I'm like looking at those. I'm like, oh, this is what, oh, this is nice. And then, you know, so. Yeah, yeah I, I, I installed it. And then I was like, wait a minute. I don't remember how this is different. It's actually, uh, yeah, turned it off, reloaded oh, it, wow. looked at it and went like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's missing a bunch of stuff and turned it back on. Neat. So it's that lightweight where it just kind of, you know. Uh, gets incorporated into your toy box and just gives you a lot of extra tools without, you know, imposing its own design onto your uh, interface there. So, Do you think the, the developer for that, like, looked at the interface and went kind of something like, oh, come on, Blizz, you're nearly there. You're nearly there. Come <laughs> Probably. on. Oh. Yeah, just, just give a little uh, boost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're lacking, like, five things on the list, Blizzard. I don't know why the guy's British, but he is. You started Australian. They went oh, Blizzard I? in the uh. same sentence. <laughs> I started Went Australian with Blizzard. <laughs> you have Australian and British in the same sentence, it's, yeah. It's all the same. All the same. It's all the yeah, same. Actually. They're foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did have some Vegemite this morning. 
Oh, you still have that? Yeah, I finally cracked it open. <laughs> it's been sitting in the shelf for like ever. And uh, yeah, I yeah. had it before years ago, so it wasn't like a big surprise to me. And we got it from Battle Panda. He brought it over to BlizzCon last year. Now, the Facebook group that I'm part of in the Warcraft, they're doing a treat exchange for BlizzCon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What are we going to bring from Orlando? Uh, there's some local places here that'd be interesting. Right. Yeah. We might bring some. Like, I got my sister-in-law some uh, local raw honey, different flavors. Uh, you know? yeah. so it's not like yeah. it's not like a cuisine that you couldn't get there. You know, there's different little jarred things you can find different places. Bring some key lime honey. Yeah. 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 Key lime everything. You're going to key, key lime? lime everything. Yeah, they got it all. Yeah. Unless you go to the key lime festival, then they have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> get some key lime popcorn there. That was about it. There's some wine. Well, it's just, it was an overall small festival. Yeah, yeah. It was. Anyhow, um, I really appreciated the email because that got me going in some add-ons and, and I really, although I don't do a lot with toys, I was very appreciative of being able to filter them down and getting to my favorites a lot easier. Yeah, that's why I thought you'd like it because it's not like intensive. I figured, you know, help you get organized. So go ahead and check those out. You can find those over on Curse. And while you're at Curse, do yourselves a huge favor and go ahead and become a member of the Curse Premium. It's like three bucks a month. But let me tell you, for three dollars a month, the amount of time I have saved this week, I can't even calculate with all the add-on updates. So many people I would see in in the chats talking about stuff not working. People are like, just go get the latest add-on, update your add-ons, and come back in. Oh, everything's fixed now. <laughs> Which, by the way, Freck, I uh, found out this week uh, that we will be getting some Curse Premium cards to take with us to BlizzCon. So if you guys are going to go to BlizzCon, find us. And if we have cards on us, ask for one. And if you ask us for a card and we happen to have one still with us, it is all yours. And I'll give you the details about those cards as soon as we get them in our hot little hands. Because all I know is that they are Curse Premium cards. I don't know if it's like one month, three month, forevers, or whatevers. I doubt they're forevers. Probably not. Nothing's forever. Nothing is. Except for diamonds. <laughs> and taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that's, your, that's your, your quest. That's your BlizzCon quest amongst the others that I'm sure you all have there. Is if you find either Freckleface or myself there, just ask for a Curse Premium card and we... Provided we have one, we'll hook you down. All right, Frex, you said at the top of the show that you are loving uh, T-Mog now. I am. Why? <laughs> because I can hide my shoulders. Okay. What? So explain to me. I'm not a huge T-Mogger, but I happen to like some of the shoulders that I've gotten. I tend to stick with like a pair of shoulders for one or two expansions, though. Okay, I have always loved the concept of T-Mog. Playing dress-up is my favorite thing. Okay. I will sit there in Diablo, and I will buy all oh, the random yeah. dyes that I get on the merchant. <laughs> yes, you do. And You're I'll like sit broke. there, and I'll, <laughs> I'll go, oh, now, I'm, now I have pink armor. Now I have green armor. Now I have you know, the sparkly white armor. Now I have black. Now I'm red. Well, we were playing Diablo. You, we would go through a rift or something, and you get we all get new gear out of the rift. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. I got upgrades, yay! And yeah. I'm like, okay, want to run another? Oh, give me a couple. Your voice kind of it it falls you away. It, what falter? Doesn't falter. It, you just you just kind of fade a little bit. Oh, fade. And I can tell you're intently. You're like, okay, she's distracted. Something's going on. Like, what are you doing? It's got to be white. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're buying dye for your gear. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be white. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. I'm like, okay. See, notice. I just, I love making outfits. I yeah. I enjoy The Sims also. I like to make outfits and I like the fact that, like that, that, you know, prior to uh, T-Mog being there. You could tell where everybody was in in the game, you know, as oh, far true. as their progression. Your progression yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you've done that. Like, oh, cause... here's the guy in the big shoulders. He's done, <laughs> you know, the latest ICC. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, they're blue. That means he's done this. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so I was really on board with the idea to diversify ah. uh, the community with, with uh, the ability to transmog your gear. Well, shoulders have always been my bane. Okay. Two reasons. The first is that they never matched, and I think it's partially because they would make 
a partial set. And I, I looked this up on Wowhead. I did. I, I sat on Wowhead and I looked at their pre-made sets. And they might make a matching chest piece, leg piece, uh, boots, and hands. And a lot of times there would just not be a matching shoulder. Interesting. Or it would be on a different loot table. That's what I've seen. So that it was, it would be like a really, really rare world drop. So how do you go farm a really, really rare world drop? I guess you can, but it's not going to be fun. No, it's a huge time investment. And if if you're doing it on your own, then it's also like, a chore. I'm, yeah, it's a chore. And honestly, I'm probably going to give up before I get it. You know, as opposed to at least if you're running the same boss over and over again, you go, the boss dead, I didn't get it. The boss dead, I didn't get it. There's a moment. There's not that moment when you're just world farming. They had really bad loot tables for the shoulders. But more specifically, you know, I have female tunes, and I don't give them the big burly chest pieces. No, I you, give you them kinda, the tiny ones. I yeah. give them, you know, the, the ones that wouldn't actually do anything in a fight. Skimpy. The skimpy ones. For example, my rogue, she's got this um, blood guard set. I forgot the name of it. But it's all red and black. Mm. And she's got this strapless type uh, chest piece that just basically looks like a tube top. But then it matches her pants and her boots and her gloves. And then I can never find shoulders to go with it. I I found some black ones that had a silver accent to it that didn't match the rest, so it almost matched. Yeah, but if she's wearing a tube top, that means it's nothing on the shoulders to begin with. I know, and that's the other thing. So you'd have the shoulders just sit up there, not attached to anything. It's like, how does that even work? Magic? Yeah, magic, but it just didn't look right. No, it doesn't because it's not connected in any way. Also really like dressing up my cloth wearers in pretty dresses. Including your bank tunes. Including my bank tunes. I know. There are a lot of, and they're fairly low level, but there are a lot of off-the-shoulder dresses that I think are very pretty. There's one that's uh, white with like a, a pink stripe down the middle that I like. It's got a sash that ties in the middle of it. Oh, I've seen that one. And there's one that's blue and green. Oh. Same shape. Yeah. So it's like off the shoulder, but these um, wide uh, bellowing sleeves. Bell Ooh, sleeves. Yeah. 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 yeah, they're very pretty. Very Victorian. You don't just yeah. add shoulder pads on top of that. No, that would look odd. But, but I really think that on that type of, because those aren't any kind of armor sets. Those are just. I get it. But at the same time, for cloth wears, you don't really need armor sets. You just need a really nice looking dress. Because you can't see the pants. A lot of times you can't see the boots because it's going down your feet anyways. You can only see part of the gloves, so you just want to get gloves that, you know, don't, aren't super thick. I have a hard time with gloves, so yeah. Yeah. So for those two things, yeah, for as long as Transmog has been out, I have felt like I really want to get into Transmog. I like the idea of it. But I never enjoyed it. All right. So now we can hide our headgear. Yeah. And our shoulders. Right. And our cloak. Right. Why not just be able to hide everything? I don't know. You can do a Diablo. Yeah. The potions of invisibility don't work on everything, I don't it think. It does. Does it? Okay. They, they have a vanishing die that works the same way as any other die, except right, in, yeah. instead uh, of changing your armor color, it just disappears. <laughs> I said potion of invisibility. Same difference. Yeah. Emperor's new clothes. I have a theory. What's your theory? Everybody be running around butt naked in the game. Well, they always do anyways. But with armor on, because if they don't, when they do it now, they pay the price. Oh, true. You can only do it in the cities. And- right. You get out, yeah, because if you go outside the cities and run on butt naked, you're going to get killed by a cow. So you're saying that you don't want to see just like naked Archimon runs. If you it- don't think Blizzard wants to see that. No. Okay. Well, there, there's a difference. If it okay. is a legit. Naked Archie run? No, no, no. I'm saying you're wearing your gear, but everyone's no. like, oh, hey, yeah. we want, want you that. all to go into the uh, transmog thing and just transmog yourself naked. No, Blizzard doesn't want that. Yeah. I don't want that. Uh, here's the thing. I think very few people want that, but a lot of people would actually do that. Hmm. You know, like, oh, I'm naked. 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 I
What that dude's name is Cronin, right? Cronin, yeah. yeah. Everybody be fighting. I'm still not cosplaying as him. Don't ask again. <laughs> so, <laughs> that would not be a pretty sight. <laughs> Cronin, more like Shamu. So, <laughs> yeah, I just no, I, I don't want the ability. But here's the thing: shoulders are a good thing to, to you know to be able to turn off. Yeah. The helm, a good thing. I don't. My problem with the helm is usually like. So on my goblin, my ears stick out of whatever helm I have on. Not that big of a deal. I can kind of get around that in my mental state. I can say, well, they probably cut some holes in there for the goblin ears. I get it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have to squish your ears down right. into a yeah. helmet. That would no, hurt. Just, yeah, it would hurt. Yeah. On my blood elf, my eyebrows stick out. Yeah, you should be able to tuck your eyebrows in. That, yeah, it's hair. You know? Yeah, or are they? I don't know, really. I've never. Maybe they're my... like, maybe there's skin behind it or something. Ew. Carotene? Yeah. Think they're made out of carotene? That's the stuff your nails are made out of, I think, pretty sure. Yeah, it could be. It's gross. Yeah. Wait, well, thanks for that mental image. Well, you put it there. The next case, they would break. Anyhow, <laughs> on my blood else, I do disable the helm. Now, I happen to love my cloaks. I have a, in fact, when I went through my Transbikes collection, I have the most of anything is cloaks that I have. Well, that's because that's truly account-wide and not character-specific. Yeah, and just everything. there's no uh, yeah, armor requirement, armor requirement for, for cloak. But, I mean, I have a gazillion cloaks. Yeah. And, yeah, they're cool. I have one shirt. <laughs> one shirt, is it? Mm. Outside of the guild shirts, I got one shirt. I don't really wear too many shirts. Me neither, but I get, there was like one I got because it had a funny, funny flavor text on it, like inspected by somebody. Oh, yeah. 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 But I do, I really love my cloaks. I always show my cloaks. Now my shoulders, uh, I like them. I, I tend to build a outfit around a pair of shoulders though. So I think that's the difference that you and I have. Okay. I'll see a cool pair of shoulders and go, oh, those shoulders are really cool. I'm building an outfit around those. Now I did actually buy a pair of shoulders. Yesterday, because they're blue and they're shiny, okay. and they're like kind of animated. Oh, neat! So I like them when some with some outfits. My problem was, it was always the shoulders I was keeping an outfit from being cohesive. Uh, it just kind of breaks it. Yeah, and I was just trying to get stuff to match. I never could, and that's what before transmog. That's what really annoyed me about the game was I can't just have an outfit that matches. I would collect all this gear that I liked and just hold on to it. Thinking, I'll wear this one day. Never did. Obviously, you can't because you're putting yourself at a disadvantage. And then once T-Mod came around, I'm like, all right, well, the shoulders are getting in the way. So. And now, now you can turn those off. Turn those all right, off. so uh, now that you can turn shoulders off, and now that we have this different... Mog system in place has that changed your buying habits at all oh for sure <laughs> really oh yeah i was uh i was logging into my different tunes and i have some that are on servers that i don't play anymore i know i'm probably not going to level them up again but i'm still cleaning up their bags and whatnot so you know i have a few thousand gold what do i spend that on i would buy stuff to flip it to make more gold that's but then I, I have do. to stay at, on that server. Yeah, for a day or two. But, but, then, not, but then when you do the gold? Well, you invest that and get more gold and then and buy. Then, then you finally get to a certain gold level, then you buy stuff. Buy what stuff? Um, I don't know anything you want to buy. Like gear, what? Transmog stuff? I don't know. Okay, yeah. okay, well, for gear, why why would you buy it for that character if you're not planning on playing it again? Well, there, because there might be something on that particular auction house that is not on your auction house on your other server. And since the stuff is account-wide, as soon as I equip it, I can use it on my other tune through the transmog system. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, now that they have this, a system, if I have gold to burn, I can buy transmog stuff because it's going into my account. Right. Yeah. So Whereas before, there was really nothing I could kind of dump my gold on. Because usually the mounts and the uh, pets were too expensive. Yeah. Because if there is a couple they don't have, they're going to be pretty pricey. And now that I'm going through the auction house and hovering over different pieces, and it's like, you have not collected this appearance. Oh, no. I'm like, well. 
it's calling you out. It is. You got to do something about that. You got to do something about that. Yeah, if you get called out by Blizzard, you have to rectify that situation immediately. And, and it's stuff that I usually wouldn't spend the money on. It's these, you know, low level green quality items that are going for about 20 gold that I'm probably never going to use. Would it have been worth it for me to keep it around in my bank? No. No. But just to have it, just to have it. Because once you have it, then you have it. They got you. (laughs) They got you. You never know. (laughs) They got you so hardcore. I got to keep that page number going up, you know? Uh, You know, I just just had this this, scene flash in my head where you are now looking at the in-game calendar. And you're like, oh, let's see. Uh... This holiday's coming up here pretty soon. Let me check what I've got to wear for these. <laughs> How long is this holiday? 17 days? Need 17 outfits. Cannot be seen in the same thing <laughs> twice. Oh, got to go shopping. Yeah. <laughs> I've only got 12 outfits. I just see this, with, which is perfect. It's great. Mm-hmm. I'm not making fun of you at all. I'm saying that's a, a level of, of, of game involvement that Blizzard has hit upon is phenomenal. Because now it's going to get gold moving back to the auction house, which we mentioned before it would do that. It's going to get people doing runs for transmog gear that they may have or not have that they can go put up on the auction house. Because they know it's a a set or a piece that's unique enough yeah. that people may like. Because I was like, I kept a bunch of the, uh, in fact, I got to do that now. Anything that looked kind of cool that we got from our missions. Mm-hmm. I'm like oh, that looks pretty cool. I that was something I might teamog. I kept it, but now I gotta see if I can equip it so I can. Well, I don't have to do this. At the, it's boe. Anything that's boe, I can put on the ah. So I gotta check into that. You I kept know what else I think that. is great about it is it's encouraging to for people just to uh, make alts. Now let's say I start a new plate wearing class. Okay, and. Give it some gold, which means I make a brand new character, but it's on the same server as my other characters. Sure. I got all my heirlooms. They just get from the journal. As soon as I get into the city, I transmog it into an outfit that I like. Mm-hmm. So all that time that I spent collecting plate gear, for example, from my paladin, now that's all being used on this new class. I make, what are the, you know, warriors? Demon hunters wear plate? I don't know. Or no death knights do. Death knights, I think, do. Death Knights do, so I can make a brand new tune and then already make a nice outfit. And now I don't have to deal with gear at all until I get to that point where the uh, the heirlooms stop working. You mean you don't like looking like generic heirloom 101 person running around? No. <laughs> I don't either. Don't blame you. <laughs> there's just something about, there's a stigma, I think, that wearing heirloom still has. Is there a stigma? I think there is. I don't think there is. I think there is. Like, what stigma would there be? I don't want to say easy mode, but easy mode. I think the problem is those people in heirloom gears are moving way too fast for people without them to they can't have group, time to say yeah. something. <laughs> they can't do anything with them. They're just gone. But yeah, unless you're wearing all your heirlooms. That's what I don't like because I have, like, you know, the full heirloom set, like cloth. Uh-huh. And you go stand beside somebody who's got the same exact full heirloom gear set for cloth. You look exactly the same. I don't think that means there's a stigma. When have you actually heard somebody say anything negative about someone wearing a Oh, I, no, I have. Oh, I have. Ooh, uh, where? I can't quote and date it, but it's it's the whole concept of, you know, oh, you're taking the easy route. But usually I think that's because those people don't have the heirloom gear themselves. Probably. Honestly, I think most people when they go to level up now, they're going to level fast. Yeah. They're going to... Put on their heirloom gear and go through dungeons if they don't boost it. I think there's very few people who are like leveling just for the sake of leveling. Or if they do, they're not going to you know, be worried about whether what anybody else is doing. What's coming soon? We already have the boost in place. That's already there. I think pretty soon characters are going to actually start in their 50s. I don't know about that because they put a lot of effort into that Cataclysm content. In it? Well, that's 80s. 80s? No, yeah. I mean, like, the the starting areas are all new since Cata. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you, you fight the same thing, though. 
and this might be a discussion yeah. for another episode, but you find that same thing is now we're 110 and now you got to go from one to 110, but you go, yeah, but you get a boost. Well, how many boosts do I get? You get one or you can buy another. What? No, I want, I want to have like three characters. I mean, I got to buy, I get one free boost. I got to buy two more. If they don't start off, um, characters at a higher level, mm-hmm. then there has to be some other. Now we were, we I mean you and I called the boost mechanism way before it ever came out. Yeah, there's got to be something else. There has to be a way to. No, the heirlooms work nice and everything else, but there's got to be yet another way to bypass stuff. I don't know because I think they're actually kind of going in the opposite direction now. Because at the last patch, they actually tweaked the lower levels to be kind of a slower pacing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I complained about that for a while. You know, how unless you strip yourself down to, you know, no buffs, no guild, no heirlooms, no nothing. Unless you do all of that, then the pacing is just all crazy. Right. You out-leveled content before the quest line's content, done. And then you're in the middle of a zone. You're like, everything's gray or green. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do now. I have to spend, you know, 10 minutes trying to find the next zone. And then once I get there, do the same thing. only get through half of it before I out-level it. Here's where I pimp Zyger Guides. Because with Zyger Guides, it tells you, hey, you're done with this zone. Click here. We're taking you to the next place. Do you want to turn in your quest first? If you do, click here. You go, yeah, I want to turn in my quest, and then I want to go to that zone. It's like, all right, okay, boom, go here. Boom, done. You know, <laughs> go turn in your quest. You turn in your quest. It's like, okay, head to this next zone. Yeah. Now, the only little problem with that is a lot of times when it tells you to get to that next zone, it's like a 10, 15-minute ride to that zone. <laughs> That's when I'm like looking for people in the guild. Can I get a, a flight over there? Because I can't fly there yet. And I got to ride all the way down here, and I got to hang a ride to go through this little passage in the mountains. So even if you know exactly where to go, it still takes a good amount of time to transition. Yeah, you get right yeah, there. Yeah, I know. And bef- yeah, so it's like, that's why I was like I said, I'm looking in the guild for anybody who I can has a passenger mount. They can just yeah. fly me over the hill. That's what I'm saying. Is like with, with normal pacing, you usually do that once you're done with the zone. It, it's a natural um, breadcrumb. Place. Right. Yeah, you're right over by that passage, and, and then, it's like you're yeah. done here. Head through that passage. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, see you, Pete. Somebody right there at the, you know, the other end. Right. So. No. Yeah. This has nothing. <laughs> nothing like that. Oh uh, yeah. It's it's a, a completely different experience when you're leveling with Zyger guides on lower levels. Mm-hmm. Now, in the upper levels, you do have the option, by the way, of completing the entire quest line while you're there, if you wanted to. If you're a completionist, or if you really like the story that's going on, you can complete it and keep going. But I don't. So, I am glad that you are happy with the changes with Tmogs. Thank you. I'm sure they're not done. I'm sure there's even more in, uh, exciting stuff coming our way from Blizzard with the transmog system because it is something that is very important to people. Don't think they'll ever be naked, though. You're probably right. Although they noticed they did upgrade my Draenei's underwear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, all right. It's, it's more textured now. Really? Yeah. And she's got a little gemstone at the, at the clasp of her clasp? bra. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's the job I want. <laughs> Designing drain eye bras. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very niche. <laughs> <laughs> well, Frank, as we said, right before BlizzCon, you and I are going to find ourselves at Con Before the Storm. Details will be coming up about that over at ConBeforeTheStorm.com, I believe. Uh, we're learning new stuff every day, but nothing solid yet. So we just know we'll be there. We'll be involved in some way, shape, or form. And then, of course, uh, you'll... We'll be romping around uh, BlizzCon, and then all the parties at, at night will be romping around there, too. So if any of you guys are headed out to Con Before the Storm or Blizzard itself, be sure to look us up. Be sure to find us. As I said before, we've got those cards from Curse uh, with uh, with a premium account on there. So if you find us at either Con Before the Storm or BlizzCon proper itself, we'll be sure to save some cards for both. So we may run out. On the first night and any night, we are subject to run out. First come, first serve. We're not making a list. We're not holding anything. If we don't have, we don't have. We got to find us the next night. That's how that game works. 
special shout out. I don't remember the guy's names, and I, I do apologize for that because I didn't write them down. But I met it, uh, met some guys at Jimmy Hula's here in Orlando. It's a uh, like a Hawaiian seafood type place. Really good. You've been to Jimmy Hula's? Yeah, once. Yeah, good place. Yeah. I walked in, and a guy had an Overwatch shirt on. So immediate conversation struck up. And, Very cool. You know, we talked about Blizzard stuff. They're not going to uh, BlizzCon, but we talked. I gave them some of our little Hearthcast cards there. Yeah. And that was cool. So if they do happen to check out the show, it was nice meeting them at Jimmy Hula's this week. I want to thank our followers on Twitter and our friends on Facebook. And as we close this show, we want to thank each of you for listening. We love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. You can support HearthCast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash HearthCast and using the offer code HearthCast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com slash EIPS. And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit HearthCast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root. And Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grip Network.